Welcome back, everybody, to Lowered Expectations, the podcast where we talk about our game of the month and then other current events and things happening in the gaming world. I am your host, Lane. I'm here with Justin. That's my cue. Hi, everyone. I'll cut that silence out, too. <laughs> you got to leave some of it, apparently. I'll leave a little bit. Uh, we got Kyle here as well. hey And Dylan. What up? And we may or may not have another couple guys joining us later on, but for now, you just got us and our four Parties. beautiful buttery voices. Fuck them. That's what That's I. That's right. To say. We don't need them. You know what? And even if so, fuck them. Yeah, they don't get their participation sticker on That's the wall. Right. You, get a, you get a you get a storm cloud. You don't get a star. What's wrong with you? Minus five percent for participation. You guys... <laughs> Three points to Gryffindor. <laughs> Just so you know, my video camera is frozen. I don't know if you guys can see it that. Is. Oh, yeah, no. You've got a real a good look on your face. to freeze my camera there. That's some, like, night. Bates Motel-looking-ass shit. <laughs> like, what the fuck? <laughs> God, right, well, uh, look like Norman Bates. <laughs> oh, you like that? You like that? Video games. All right, everybody. Thank you for joining us again. Just got back from spring break, the three of us. Or the four of us. We didn't have a podcast last month, as I'm sure you noticed. But uh, we're bringing it back, coming in hot this month. Um, if you don't remember, our game last month was Control. It was a really awesome game, and pretty much everybody loved it who played it. Um, our game of the month this month was Doom Eternal. According to Wikipedia, Doom Eternal is a first-person shooter game developed by ID Software and published by Bethesda Softworks. The sequel to Doom 2016 and the fifth main game in the Doom series was released March 20th of 2020 for pretty much all platforms. And um, yeah, so it's set sometime after the events of the 2016 game. The story, the story follows the Doom guy once again on a mission to end Hell's consumption of Earth and foil the alien maker's plans to exterminate humanity. Um... So yeah, I'm going to be 100% candid with you guys. I really did not play this game all that much at all. I think I got maybe an hour in, and I got stuck in a death loop, kill loop, whatever you want to call I've it. I've seen that movie. and I call it shitty play, personally. Yeah, well, call it what you will. You're bad. But, you know what? <laughs> What's hilarious, though, is uh, I put it on. The first time I put it on, I like just got done playing Call of Duty and like drinking a bunch of like beer and whiskey and shit, and so I was like, pretty torqued going into doom Perfect and i get to the to menu at the difficulty screen and i'm like hardest difficulty there full send all confidence i played for probably about 10 or 15 minutes and i was like all right we're gonna take it down to the next difficulty <laughs> the played one that another 10 minutes the what well the hardest difficulty has permadeath so that's extra funny <laughs> No, yeah, so I, I died once, and I was like, all right, give this another go on the next hardest difficulty down. <laughs> Played for another 15, 20 minutes, and I was like, yeah, we're going to take this down one more notch. <laughs> so, um, yeah, that pretty much sums up my experience with the game. I mean, it was a cool game. It was a really fun game, what I played of it. Um, but, yeah, I got stuck in that kill loop, and then I, you know, I put it down for a week or two, and by the time I came back, I'd forgotten the controls, I couldn't remember like how to switch my shit and trying to figure out mid-fight. And I was looking through the menu, the in-game menu, and I could not find like a control screen like of the controller giving me the controls and stuff. So that was pretty frustrating. But 
Um, yeah, it was fun for how I played of it, but let's hear from some of these guys on uh, their experience. I know they played a little bit more. Um, Dylan, why don't you say your piece about it? <laughs> I only played marginally more. <laughs> but um, so I played this game twice as of this point. I've played it at Justin's. We all got together. <clears throat> I was going to say, I was surprised that you hadn't played it in the past. So, yeah, a couple things. One, I've never... So I missed the mark on the first remake, right? It's not necessarily a remake. It's like a reinvention of the series, mm-hmm. right? The first game that came out on modern consoles. And I, I missed the boat on it. Like, I didn't participate. Um, I was working at GameStop at the time. And... Um, there was a ton of hype around it. I actually listened to the soundtrack at work and stuff like that when I was looking to, I mean, you know, yeah, like that kind of thing. The soundtrack is sick. So I, I did have, that was the the extent of my exposure to Doom up until this recent podcast. And so um, a couple of things I played, what would you say, Justin, maybe two hours at your house, maybe a little less than that. You and Johnny beat the second level at my place. There we go. So played through the second level, and then I sat down last night. I had kind of neglected um, this game all month, and I meant to do this, but I didn't. And I sat down for maybe two and a half hours on a brand-new playthrough on normal um, last night, and I really enjoyed my time with it. Like, uh, I really like the set and setting. I think they do a really cool job like making you feel like you are on like a hell on earth combat scenario in some of those those For levels sure. and i also like the yeah. in the second level they have like a more of a it looks like a castle aesthetic almost like a cobblestone gray stone and some greenery right. and shit so that was cool like uh i think justin can probably talk a little bit more about it but I didn't really get to see later levels, so I don't know if they continue that pattern as they go through. Oh, they definitely stepped up the level design the whole way through. And Do so, we know where it's supposed to be set, or Earth. is it just Earth? Just Earth, yeah. Well, it's it's set in a few locations, but yeah, it starts in Earth. You go to Mars, you go to Hell, you go to Heaven, actually. So That's pretty fucking sick. All I saw, I think, and Justin can correct me if I'm wrong, but all I saw was like Earth stuff, I'm pretty sure. You you uh, the second level takes you through hell. Do you remember the arena that was beating the shit out of you and yes. Johnny? The one that you died in, like mm-hmm. that is in hell. It's like okay. right after you first get there. That's so, the first like hard fight of the whole game, in my opinion. So I've seen two of them then, um, and I really like the aesthetic. I like the gameplay mechanics. I won't get too much into it because I want to give other people an opportunity. But I feel one of my main complaints was that I feel like the signposting is pretty bad when it comes to like if you need to jump and connect to a wall and climb it like it is a different color and it is a different texture but it's not immediately apparent to you if you don't know that that you're looking for it right sure so when we played at justin's my experience was a little frustrating because i had never seen it i didn't have any experience with that i hadn't played any of the other doom games and then when i played it for the two and a half hours i sat down last night i was much happier with it because I knew to be looking for it and stuff like that. So levels felt like they went quicker for me and shit like that. But um, the gun variety is cool. I got to see the plasma 
cannon up to the third weapon and the plasma cannon is awesome um oh yeah i like the mods on the weapons they're pretty yeah, cool for sure i think I they, that was a cool i think they offer a pretty them. big variety in gunplay mechanic because you get two so so you'll get two separate kinds of guns or attachments per gun and so i think that's pretty dope and then um the final thing i'll say on it is that like i feel like it doesn't take itself too seriously and i think it benefits a lot from that because i think if they really tried to be serious with this game it would shit the bed but i feel like they have a an appropriate awareness of like what they're offering and and what kind of consumer comes to this game yeah and yeah i could not agree with that statement yep. more so i feel like, I mean, I feel like the point really... where a game gets so out far out there that you you can't really be too grounded with it right yeah, like, yeah at some exactly. point you have to suspend all of that and just be like yeah we're fighting demons from hell <laughs> on earth that were sent by an alien we're gonna go to mars heaven and hell and it's like you can only be so grounded with a story like that yeah and i think we played a i think we played a good <laughs> mix of that um these past two months because we played control and not to go sure. back to it, but Control did take itself seriously and had comedic moments. But it, because of the material it was handling and because of how it presented its story, it was like totally fitting in line. Like it, it felt yeah. good. Extremely sober. Yeah. Just, yeah, yeah. Uh, yep. And, and this one, you know, feels like a fucking drunk arcade shooter that <laughs> yeah. is just not there to take itself too seriously. The story, some people could call that like tacked on. But in this case, I wouldn't call it that because I feel like it's just a good compliment to the fucking gameplay mechanic that you're dealing with. Like, you have this awesome shooter, and it's really tight, and all the mechanics and the movement are dope. Um, And then you just kind of have this story that's there to coax you along throughout uh, several arenas of enemies and things like that. I think that that's okay. Like, I like that quite a bit about it yeah other than that i didn't get to see the end of it i didn't get to see too much of the game itself so i'm interested in hearing what the other two have to say you do bring up a good point about the structure of it though it is very much structured like an arcade game in the sense that like yeah the story is there but it's more just structured around the fact or around the uh well, it's the reason Part why of, it's like the old school Doom. It's like it has a it has a one up better graphic. It has like a one up life pickup. Like you can't right. tell me that that's not. No, hundred percent. Yeah. And, well, and Kyle hit the was... nail on the head. They like use the old like ammo skins and shit yes. from the old games, like the shotgun rack and the the mm. bullet box and stuff like that. Yeah. Oh yeah, the story is there, but it's really just kind of a framework to progress you through these different arenas and different areas where you're fighting and stuff. But, oh, I, I will say before before I let it go, I will say that, um, and fucking call me, you know, a bad a bad gamer, but. I feel like it's a lot to balance on the buttons that are available on a controller. Like I genuinely feel like the That's fat gamer. Um, you know what I mean? Like I feel I feel like it's a there's a lot of systems and mechanics. I'm with Kyle again, bad gamer. I, know, I just I, know. I play PC in Diablo. I, I do. I do. Fun. I balance a lot of mechanics in those games. Fuck you. You're right. But at the same time, I'm just like, man, I gotta, I gotta regenerate every single one of my resources by some mechanic on this controller, yeah. and it felt a little inundating, at least for me, in like the big fights and stuff like. That. Honestly, 
to that point, I think it's the same thing as what you experienced with the traversal. Where, like, you didn't... Both things made you uncomfortable because you were learning them, and, like, it's a pain in the ass when you don't know what you're doing. Like, I definitely felt the same way up front. I was like, holy fuck, this is a lot of guns to manage and stuff. But, like, once you do it, like, you get all the guns by halfway through the game, and then, like, you just do nothing but improve upon your ability to fight with their combat system, and, like, it's just, like, the traversal thing, where once you've got the knack for it, you're like, this is amazing. <laughs> yeah, and I definitely think that I can I can attribute that feeling for sure to just not being super familiar with the mechanics and, and how they... I knew how they chained together, but I found myself just neglecting a button entirely sometimes. Like, oh yeah, just be like, it's oh, a lot to remember for a I'm while. Like, I fucking yeah, forgot how to pick up that's... like armor, and I'm like, oh shit, I have a flamethrower. <laughs> well, that's that's yeah. I, yeah. like, I put it down for like a like a week or a few days, and I came back and I I could not for the life of me because like my kill loop put me right back in the middle of like a fucking battle, right? And so I could not in the middle of this battle figure out my fucking controls to like get the right guns out and like do well, shit. And, like... That's basically what Doom was. They just they don't give a fuck about helping you. They just want you to kill demons and figure your shit out. <laughs> They don't want to hold your hand in that game. It's true. Do you remember what fight you got caught on? Like where you were, what the arena looked like, what level? I was in like, it looked like I was kind of going, no, it wasn't a subway. I think I was going down into like an indoor mall or something. Okay, yeah. You probably were like right at the very end of the first level. Er... It seemed like I was getting really close to the boss fight or something. Um, So yeah, I mean, like I said, I didn't get too far in, but there was Kyle, one... let's hear about you. You oh go ahead, Dylan. Oh no no, you're good. There's one arena that I want Justin and Kyle to talk about, and it's that arena in the second level with the lightning on the floor. And I'm wondering, does that happen more and more yeah. often as you get through this game? Like do they start adding ground effects and shit like that? But you can go ahead, Kyle. Oh, Sorry, yeah. I didn't mean to interrupt. <clears throat> um, Take it away, Kyle. So I beat this game. I beat it when it first came out, so it's been a it's been a long time. But I still play it from time to time. It's definitely one of those games where, if you have nothing else better to do, or if you're updating something on your console, that game will just make time fly. I still play when I'm really bored out of my mind, or if I'm trying to download something else. Um, I thought the story was cool. To be honest, I mean, it's cool because I never played a lot of the old Doom games. I played them before, but didn't much care for them, but this one actually gave a good lore to it, like a good story to it. So, um, the enemies would... It's a game that'll frustrate you no matter what difficulty you're on. Even in normal mode, you'll still die. Um, It's a lot of... You gotta be smart with your ammo. Of course follow the unlocks you get to find all these hidden things and you can get cheat codes for it so it'll give you unlimited ammo i did and, see the one that was like unlimited lives i got that one from yeah like, i think it was level two or something like that yep well, that's dope does that affect and, your achievements yeah it does was, it has to right yeah so and then but the one thing that kind of sucks about it is you can only you only unlock the cheat codes for that one. So if you try and change the difficulty on it, you have to find those cheat codes again. So they want you oh, to earn it, That's which cool. is fair in some I mean, sort of way. Especially if you find the cheat codes on normal or easy, and then you're trying to play up like on the harder difficulties, right? Yeah. If you've gone all the way through it, I guess you're expected to just kind of know where that shit is and then go for it when you need it or whatever. Like, yeah. yeah, I'm sure. Yeah. And to be honest, too, like, all the weapons are cool and all, but 
I only used the rare, the first shotgun that you get, because once you upgrade that, that you can be basically unstoppable. And then the the master the, upgrade for that one is ridiculous. Yeah, it really is, and because I didn't much care for the sawed-off shotgun, it made it seem like it was all that, but it really wasn't to me. The other one still felt better. And then I used the rifle. It was just those two were my main weapons because sooner since. Well, I also don't know how far Justin got to, but I beat um, it. When, when you oh you beat it, so when you fight like those little angel creatures and you oh, have yeah, to just shoot them in the head, oh yeah, those things are annoying. And then in the DLC, you just wait till you, if you ever play the DLCs. There was a worse one in there, but the story was just so good for the DLCs as well, and you just feel like a badass in the game. I love when the music starts getting more intense and you just have to keep killing until you slowly hear that music slowly disappearing. Yeah, Straight up. The, the, the soundtrack for this game is totally on another level. It can either sure. get you pumped up to get ready to kill a bunch of monsters or you're like, god damn it, again, here we go. In the later levels especially, because yeah, you'll be like in the middle of a fight and you won't even really, you'll like kind of have tuned the music out because you're just like going through the fluid like motion of killing all these demons. And then all of a sudden, like, you've been fighting for five minutes, and then the music gets intense, and you're like, who the fuck spawned? What, what? what do you mean? Yeah, <laughs> I just I've everyone. never been so fresh. I love the BFG, the big fucking gun. <laughs> but it's like, you have to, it just, you shoot one shot, and it'll kill everything around you. But it's so hard to find ammo for that gun. So, so it's like super spawn, rare. It doesn't spawn through chainsawing like the other. No, since it's no. too powerful. Yeah, they leave, so like, many... drops of ammo on it per level, basically. I think it's, like, two shots you'll only get for the whole match. For that you can only carry... But it's, like, a... it kills everything in the room, though, right? Yeah, basically. So like, super it. heavy demons? Super heavy demons can, like, withstand it, but it'll take away, like, 80% of their health. But if you hit them with bull shots, they'll be dead. It... Right. And it yeah. gives you, like... Some levels give you two, some levels give you five shots. So only... it's, it's, like, a last resort type of weapon if you're, like... Basically, there's only one demon right. that doesn't die from it, and it's that I don't know his name really, but he's the one with the axe. The Marauder, the yeah. fucking Marauder. I, oh, yeah, I'll talk about him. I'll talk about him. But yeah, I mean, it was it's a lot of fun. The story was great, and uh, I got nothing to complain about it though. I mean, I, I mean, agree. For what it is, I, it's kind of a perfect game, right? I wouldn't say perfect. Well, because I mean, sometimes I get really impatient trying to get Evan in here and talk about all the go. things that he hates about it. But... Yeah, there you yeah. Go. <laughs> <laughs> I really liked this game. You know, it was horrible. The pacing was bad. <laughs> right. That's, I love that. He leads <laughs> off with how much he likes it and then just lists all the shitty things about it. <laughs> Don't get me wrong. I do like this game. <laughs> but it's a pile of dog shit and I fucking yeah, right. hate it. Right. <laughs> So, Kyle, uh, how many weapons, I guess, how many different weapons are there that you can get? Uh, nine? Well, you get, like, the shotgun and then the super intense, uh, the big a, boy. assault rifle. And then you get the assault Oh, rifle. I think there's ten. There's yeah, I think there's ten. Can you carry all of them, or do you have to oh, pick yeah. and shoot? You're going to carry them all. It's done with all no. mods you, like, stick on your one well, gun, Well, right? so that's what I'm... No. That was one of my complaints is that, that all of it's handled on a weapon wheel. Like, so you have yeah, a weapon wheel of 10 time. or whatever. No, it's, it's it does selection, slow. Yeah. It seems like it slows down time a little bit when you're in the weapon wheel. 
It does. But but you can have two fast triggers of the two weapons you prefer, so you just tap it once for left bumper and it'll go to your second one that you like. I did not know that. Okay. So that makes yeah. it a little easier. You can run two if you wanted to. It just goes, clicking the button goes back to your most recent selection. But it, it is frustrating too, Dylan, because especially when you're in the horde wave and you're running out of ammo and you're like, okay, what the fuck's next? What the fuck's next? Yeah, just trying so to cycle through what you want to try and kill. Well, and the, some so you, of the enemies have weak points that are like weapon specific or mod that's specific. That's true. Yep. Too, so. There's some some monsters like one charges at you and you have to hit him in the back to try and kill him. Mm. Oh, cool. Well, I mean, you can kill, but it takes a lot of bullets. Like so if you try and break its tail. Oh yeah, what the hell are those guys? I can't remember what they're called. But the invisible dudes. Yeah, some of them are invisible. I think yeah. that's fucking. That's fucking rude, man. I think yeah. the only thing that I experienced was that. It was like the big floating heads. They require a grenade. I tried to use other explosives on it, but it didn't work. spider brains. Yeah, they're no. They're, so no, the, it's the, like these fat bowling ball creatures. Yeah, like, flying dude with the blue mouth. Yep. Um, and then they have like a the arachnid where you need to blow the tail off or whatever. The dude, scorpion. I will say, I feel like that fucking spider brain was one of the main reasons I I didn't go back and keep playing it. I don't know. I must have this like latent just like fear of spiders or something like i'm not scared of spiders in real life i'm not scared but like when i was i'm not scared, scared. i'm not scared i go to bed at night and check my bed for spiders but you know that's just a practical thing but that's, that's just a survival to, like, thing. make sure that they have a safe place during the night I don't, I don't family. <laughs> that's right <laughs> i'll warm up the blanket for them turn the electric blanket on um Dude, but for real, because those things just creeped me the fuck out. Like, I can deal with literally every other monster in the game. Every other monster in the game is fine, but those spider ones freak me out. And when I was playing through uh, Jedi Fallen Order on Dathomir, Kyle, those all those fucking spider <laughs> things, those fucking things freaked me out too. I hated being on Dathomir because half of the fucking enemies were these fucking spider crawler things, and they just gave me the creeps, dude. This guy says he's not afraid of spiders but i remember in college one time i was googling bird eating tarantulas and i like went to images and you were immediately like bro you gotta take those off i can't look at that <laughs> yeah fair enough i mean i don't have a problem with like regular spiders right but right right bird? some Fuck. some regular <laughs> uh, spider me the spider that, the spider that's built different yeah, built <laughs> different different <laughs> i got another question about the weapons so 10 different weapons and uh, you can get these different mods for the weapons are the mods like the the upgrade you like the master upgrade is that like a master mod that you get or is it like an actual upgrade to the weapon and then the mods are separate you get the two mods and once you've unlocked both mods for a weapon you have a mastery challenge for that weapon and like you kill one. x demon x way with this gun and okay. yeah you can do the mastery and there's also in the late levels these things called mastery tokens which you can pick up and use to just like unlock the mastery challenge for a weapon off I see. So it's not like the weapons have like, I guess, quote unquote, quote unquote, like skill trees or anything, but they just have like a direct path and you can upgrade to it. It's, too, uh, it's just all the way up. It's two in the my, one. Two, yeah. my two favorite upgrade ones by far was the Gatling gun, is when you hold left trigger and then four machine guns uh, transformed into four machine guns. That's pretty and fucking then, sick. Uh, then the shotgun that turns into a Gatling gun, too. Fucking Gatlin shotgun, that's insane. Yeah. That's pretty cool. The upgrades, they did very well with them all. You still feel like yeah. a badass with it. With any I don't of the know, weapons. man. I feel like 10 different weapons with two different mods each. That's just a you lot. You get used to it. Track of, man. You need all the help you can get trying to kill these monsters, man. 
you really you do get used to it. It's, it's weird how, like, because I thought the same thing on, like, third level. I was like, there's no fucking way I'm going to remember all this. But, you, like, well, you, yeah. It just becomes like a nature. It's sick. And <laughs> to be cool, honest, yeah. Justin, did you use the sword as much? I only used it for, like, sword. emergencies. Yeah, I was basically, the, I would use it on, like, the occasional super heavy demon. Yeah. The map shows you where you're going to get. Uh, pickups for those upgrades once you upgrade your suit enough and so like like you see BFG so, like, ammo on the map. yeah you see BFG cool. ammo and you see like uh, ammo for the sword that you get halfway through the game and so I would mostly just use that use up that shit right when I knew I was about to get another Same shot or something ammo, you say. oh you just wait until you get the DLCs Justin then you won't have a sword anymore you'll have a hammer what yeah <laughs> that's, <laughs> that's sick I would only use the sword and the hammer and be out here like medieval fucking up demons. Well, in the DLCs, <laughs> you get him. You have to go after the father. So, what kind of ammo goes into the sword? Is it like ammo, ammo, or is it more just like charges to, to like blood eat? of the enemies? Yeah. Oh, I guess. Oh, okay, that makes sense. You're killing demons. You probably have to have like demon blood to kill demons. He was joking. No. You got yeah, a bucket of demon blood. Hey, man. As far as I'm concerned, that's canon. I don't know. It sounded legit. Yeah. <laughs> No, but just, seriously, how does the sword ammo work? It's what you said. It, it's just to charge. Like you can hold three charges for it and yeah. use it up to three times before you gotta. You can't. But if you get the unlimited ammo one, then you're just basically <laughs> unstoppable. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you don't enjoy the game as much anymore. <laughs> yeah, it's a one-hit kill on even super heavy demons, except Damn. for the fucking marauders, which yeah. I will talk about. I'm assuming that doesn't include bosses. You know, to be honest, Lane, it's like I'm sure it's still strong really bosses, but... There's not a whole lot of actual like boss fight though. It's really that's surprising. I can't though. really think about like this. Seems like the type of game that you get to the end of the level and you have to fight a super big fucking demon at the end of the fucking level. See, like only four mode. times. Yeah, it's just horde mode. You just go through and keep battling. Just get to the next stage. Yep. Interesting. Yep. Okay. Is there? But there's there's got to be a boss fight at the end. There's four bosses throughout yeah. the game. Okay. Okay, and they're they're a pain in the ass too. But I mean, don't expect like every time like when you're on a new mission to be like, well, when's the boss coming? Because they're not. That's kind of what I expected to be happening. Interesting. Well, Justin, why don't you dive into yours, your your piece here? Gladly, <clears throat> I highly recommend that you two finish this game. Give it another shot because I feel like you guys are where I was when I first tried it out. I did like. The reason I suggested playing it was because a long time ago I downloaded it whenever it first dropped on Game Pass and I played it a little bit and left it for a week and came back and was like, what the fuck? What the hell was I supposed yeah. to be doing? Right. And wasn't about it. <laughs> and like, I'm like Dylan too. I listen to that soundtrack all the time. Like I love the music and shit yep. just while I'm working. So I was like, I got to at least beat the game one time like I, I just i owe mick gordon that because like i've listened to his music so much i gotta kill to it come on yeah right and so like uh i came back to it a little bit later like a month after the second time that i tried it out and like sat down and just beat the first level <clears throat> and after that like they call their combat loop a combat loop and i caught that the second time and just started running in circles around every single arena and like once I figured out that it's just an agility simulator with a bunch of demons that you have to kill in the way, yeah. the game got like way fucking easier. Like it's 
it's like there's a comment on one of the commercials like it's a ballet performed with bullets and like that's what it feels like you're like <laughs> dancing around and shit it's sick like yeah. like they're the way they built their mechanics so that like every single thing that you would do in a normal first person shooter is related to just like brutally killing the shit out of demons it was so sick like dashing multiple times well like i'm talking like gory kills to like get health back like you rip a fucking demon's eye out and that heals you or you chainsaw them in half and that gives you ammo or you set them on fire and that gives you shield like that's pretty fucking metal i love that shit i do have to admit every time though when i saw a demon flashing i would always try and do the execution even though i'm in a mid fight i didn't even care if i had full ammo or health i would still execute it it seems pretty quick you know like back to back well so what runes do you run kyle sorry dylan i didn't mean to totally talk over you you're good honestly i don't know i would have to look (laughs) so that was you talked about the guys that you have to shoot in the head earlier so runes are just perks right yeah, so yeah. that's another thing I was going to talk about is like this game is flush with collectibles and I loved that. Like I loved that they had secret areas that were not very far off the beaten path at all, but there's a bunch of them so you just like have the option to pay a little more attention and like kit your guy out that much better if you do. For sure. Yeah. But the runes specifically, like if you pick them all up as you're going along or well, unlock them all because you're exploring enough is really what it is. Like I used one that like let me gory kill from like further away. That was the first one I picked up because like being able to do it from 20 feet away instead of five feet away changes the whole fucking game from like a health perspective. I think I picked up the, Oh, what is the other one? More movement control was the first room rune I picked like in air. That was another one of my must haves. Yep. Because that was like critical later on in the game. Because you asked earlier, like if they take away the floor a lot more in arenas, yeah, that's like the thing that makes some of their more challenging arenas harder. Like the one I told was talking to you about earlier, where you and Johnny were in hell. Yeah, that's the first one that takes the floor away from you, and that's like why it's so damn hard. Because you suddenly have to pay attention to where you're landing and where the demons are, and like it adds a whole layer. I also, you get like a jetpack or something? No. How do you stay off the floor that long? So they give you a... I can answer this. They give you these like horizontal poles that are attached to things that you can do like, like a jump, jump off of or, or like a... Yeah, it's like a vault almost. Like okay. you, you, And so you can jump between plateaus. They give you like some uh, jump pads. Oh, okay. Cool. Like mm-hmm. sometimes... Um, I don't know about the later stuff, but I've seen jump pads. I've seen those. I call them Cheetos. They're like this big orange thing that pops out of the wall that you can yeah, jump off mm. of. And then it also gives you like, usually if they take away the floor, and I don't know if this is true later on, Justin and Kyle, but usually they give you like two or three islands to hop. Oh, yeah. Is like usually the trade off. Yeah, there'll be yeah. a bunch of platforms. The big one later on that you get that you also missed that also helps with the climbing mechanic is dashing. I did get the dash this time that I sat down. Okay, um, yeah. Yeah, so I did. it did help because, well, sometimes it just required it. Like the yep. gap is too wide, and so you just right. have to dash into the grip. I do not like the manual engaging grip when you're when you're climbing, so you have to click the right stick in 
in order to attach to the wall. Unless you dash into it. Unless you dash into it, then it does it automatically. But yeah, you would have to literally like, you know, sometimes it doesn't require it. You just forget to click the button because you expect the damn game to do it. Just straight (laughs) fall off. Like, yeah. <laughs> Which is, I wonder if there's a thing in the settings you can turn to turn that off. I highly doubt it. I know it's, a lot of times in games, no, it's a, option. It seems like it's, it's a mechanic. A, it's, it is a it is a required mechanic. Gotcha. Yeah. Yeah. So, how far into the game do you get before you start getting like um, your runes and your different perks and stuff? Level two. So, yeah, you're like picking level two. You pick up shit mainly for the first two thirds of the game, like. You just are accruing weapon upgrades and armor upgrades and runes. And, like, I seriously picked up my first three runes and didn't give a shit about any of the other, like, in the game. Mm-hmm. Until the enemy Kyle was talking about where you had to shoot him in the head. And then I switched over to the rune that made it slow down time when you're, like, using left trigger. To give you a little bit more time That's to line cool. that up. Yes. That's and that, like, work, yeah. it was a lifesaver. But Absolutely. And then once that level was over, I went right back to the ones I was running. <laughs> but, um, like, once you're past that first two-thirds of the game, you start finding a lot more of the mastery tokens. You have all your weapons. You're, like, pretty well-versed in needing to hot-swap what guns in what situation. Because that was another thing. Like, I played on hard, and, like, I definitely had to use all the guns i had to take advantage of like enemy weaknesses every opportunity i could and stuff sure. i had i had to stay real on top of like flamethrower grenade uh chainsaw run 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 shoot 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 charge right. up the uh, like plasma burst and then use that on a small mob that has been flamed like right, right. i love the cryo grenade I never used the cryo grenade. Oh, that was the God, one thing I never used. So many times. <laughs> Especially with the big guys that if you got too close, they would just explode in front of you. Just freeze their ass. That's hilarious. That was the one level of the game where I was like, that's too complicated. I can't go I can't do that one. I could I can handle the ten guns, but I couldn't handle two grenades. Does <laughs> <laughs> the cryo grenade just kind of slow everybody down, Kyle? Yeah, it just freezes them. So freezes them in place. And they mm-hmm. thaw out or do they Oh yeah, they thaw out, but it's a, you get to kill them. I feel like it might yeah, like die a lot seconds. faster. Yeah. yeah. Kyle, did you do the Slayer Gates? Yep. Yeah, so they have this thing where every weapon or every mission has like a key and it's not hidden very far from the gate that it unlocks. But you go find the key and then you go to the gate and it's just an extra area that you can go fight in that's like extra hard. They give you an extra perk or something at the end. If you beat all six of them, you can unlock this gun called the Unmaker, which is not worth the effort. Nope, but... no, nope. damn, don't even bother. <laughs> <laughs> but honestly, it was still fun beating the Slayer Gates because they bring on enemies like early. Like you get, you'll sure. like meet mobs that you'd like oh, to okay. see for another level or two. Did you get a little tanks for what's get to come. annoyed too, Justin, yep. when you'd be fighting a horde of them, and then you'd have to find that red stone or whatever that would keep enemies made them stronger, and they would just keep spawning until you had to find it. Those goddamn buff totems, yes. <laughs> yes. I would get so furious when I started seeing enemies just start turning glowing red. I'd be like, damn it. <laughs> I would just ignore. I wouldn't even shoot anymore. I would just Same. dash around until I found it. <laughs> Same, exactly. Killing. Real quick, ladies and gentlemen, please welcome Evan to the show. I had a little crowd noise How's it going? How's it going, everyone? <laughs> What's up, man? The stadiums are alight. 
<laughs> well, welcome, man. Did you did you have a chance to play Doom this month? You know, I did. I <clears throat> I was actually excited that this was our monthly game because I've been uh, playing it off and on uh, for the past uh, couple of months. It's a lot of fun. It's one of those games I can just kind of pick up and put down. Yeah, you know? that's kind of what Kyle was saying. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So, um, you know, uh, sick game, in my opinion. I mean, it's my favorite uh, first-person shooter. Honestly, top three for me all time. It's up there with Bioshock and Call of Duty Modern Warfare 2 and Halo Reach. Top four. I, uh, yeah, for me, I mean, definitely current definitely would be one of my top five uh, of all time. Uh, the game is sick. The music's crazy good. Um, yeah. The game's just beautiful. The attention to detail. Um, you know, the, the glory kills are a lot of fun. And, uh, you know, the, the momentum of the game yeah, is just what keeps point. me coming back. You know, so a lot of times I would <clears throat> I'd get my dick kicked in and, <laughs> you know, I just have to put it down uh, sometimes for a couple of days. But then I'd come back, you know, and, and usually be able to uh, uh, conquer. Uh -huh. yeah. What difficulty do uh, you play on? So, you know, that was interesting because um, I'm a big fan of – uh, the Wolfenstein uh, series that. Um, What's well, so with uh, political that ass answer? What difficulty did you play? <laughs> okay. <laughs> so uh, usually I play on Uber, which, what is that for uh, Doom? What, what is that difficulty? Is it also called Doober? Is it like no, hard? I believe it's. You know, I was getting ready to look up the, the difficulties, which is why I was is above like normal. Or I, hurt me plenty. Normal is difficulty. Normal. So yeah, so I was playing one below what I normally yeah, yeah. play, which in this is called ultra violence, right? Okay, so yeah, yeah, that's hard. Yeah. And the Wolfenstein, they call it Uber, which is usually a, a bit of a slog. It's slow going, but I, I've been able to to beat all of the uh, the newer Dooms. Uh, I'm sorry, uh, Wolfenstein series on Uber difficulty but this one uh you know there are similar games um but for uh for doom i couldn't get anywhere on hard i, I had to play normal and i was still getting my fucking face smashed oh me yeah, too right even in normal like i said any difficulty you play you're still gonna die i was telling evan i was telling these guys when i first put it in it was like after a long night of call of duty and i was already like pretty torqued i'd been drinking and stuff and i went in i was like i'm going in on the hardest difficulty and then i <laughs> Five minutes later, I was like, I'm going to kick it down a notch. And like 10 minutes later, I was like, I'm going to kick it down one more notch. <laughs> I do want to try it on uh, Nightmare because Ultra Nightmare is just Nightmare with Permadeath. And I'm right. curious how hard Nightmare is. Because part of the, I think part of my advantage playing it on hard was I was watching a speedrunner like every time I'd beat a mission. And so like I'd, I would watch what he did just to like see how good I could have done, but then I would also just see like, oh, that's how he kills those guys. Cool. Like, sure, I wish man. you luck on that because I don't got patience for that. I'd be like, fuck this, I'm done. <laughs> hey man, like we said before, Justin and I played through Army of Two on the hardest difficulty. <laughs> back when the hardest difficulty was literally just meant to be impossible, so <laughs> he's got it in him. I know he does. <laughs> you know, for me, it was really is the platforming that gave me the most uh, trouble. Overall, um, especially, especially the floor. 
Yeah, especially the parts where, um, you know, you're you're grabbing the bars and swinging off of those. That part was fine, but then you you get up and you only have two dashes, but occasionally they'll give you a power up in midair uh, that will refresh those dashes for you. And I don't know why I was having a real hard time getting the uh, timing down on a lot of those. It'd be really frustrating because I'd actually uh, I'd actually bank a pretty good number of um, like respawns, extra lives. Mm. Uh, but, and, and then I would just waste them all within a minute of yeah. <laughs> falling into lava. You yep. know? I did that a few times. It was a real heartbreaker. <laughs> it really was. It, it mm. is. Um, but overall, I mean, the game's phenomenal. Uh, I, I can't say enough good things about it. Uh, oh, guys. I was proven wrong. We were talking shit about you a little bit earlier, Evan. I was like, Evan's going to come in here and talk about how much he loves it and then list all the bad things about it. (laughs) (laughs) You know, I I really, other than the platforming being frustrating, um, I can't say that that many bad things about it. I I took a ton of screenshots playing this game too uh, because it was just, it's just so gorgeous, you know? Um, For sure. What was your favorite gun? Hmm. Uh, you know, so for me overall, it's I like found Wolfenstein, myself. You know, <laughs> <laughs> it's the M1 Grand. I found myself using the uh, plasma rifle a good bit. Justin uh, that, that and the shotgun, yeah, were bro. normally uh, what I was cycling uh, in and out of uh, for the most part. So is the yeah. plasma rifle like a? a I'm surprised you like that one. No, it's no, a, it is. Yeah. yeah, it is automatic. But I, what I really liked was. Um, you know, all of the guns have like uh, some secondary functions, multiple secondary like functions to it, right? Yep. The customization yeah. is deep. Um, yeah. You know, on a, on a yeah. lot of your abilities and guns and things like that. But um, I like to. I forget what the abilities called on the on the weapon or the the, the, the charge fire beam or whatever. Where you just um, them explode. Yes, yes, because it you know it was it's such a wide cone, the hitbox. You know, and even so, even the larger uh, enemies, it seemed to really pack a lot of damage. Because yeah. uh, I, I like to get up, you know, especially playing Doom, you're like up close and personal uh, for right, yeah. most of your battles, or at least that's for how sure. I played it, you know. Yeah, for sure, man. So let's talk about the story a little bit. We're no, uh, <laughs> so we're not shy about spoilers part. here, so. Where you shoot a hole in Mars in order to access a portal to hell. That's the, that's actually the part where you get the BFG. Portal to hell. Yeah, you need to go to. Well, the thing is, you have to go through the portal to hell in order to get to heaven. Because you have to kill. Works. You you got to kill God. It's a whole thing. Ah, poor guy. Didn't see it coming. She started working with hell. He did. Oh, he she did. See it of course, she did. <laughs> 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 don't cancel me uh, <laughs> so wait so like uh, I, I was i was reading through the uh the description here at the beginning like like i was saying I, I hardly played maybe an hour of it but um so this whole thing is set in motion by an alien named mm. maker that's what the yeah. description says yeah so the the makers are like heaven and the angels basically the con maker is like god oh i see so they're not like <clears throat> healing and aliens but they're like 
they're, they're aliens. I mean, they're just well, like sure. super advanced aliens that okay. like their iconography has gotten picked up by a bunch of civilizations all across the space. You know, gotcha. all across and... the space. It's <laughs> <laughs> all, all I had for that. All that big but, space. Uh, <laughs> and then yeah, the demons in hell are just the demons in hell. Fuck them. And right. I, I'm pretty sure Doom Guy is a normal person who got transported to this planet called like Argent Argenta or something, and just was really good at killing shit. So they put him in their army and were like, "All right, you're sick." And then he fought with them for a long time. Heaven partnered up with Hell to like use human suffering to create energy, basically. And then you, you, should, out, uh, you guys are heaven and hell. You couldn't find a better power generator. <laughs> what the fuck? Well, see, fucking steam engines. It's like, it's it's like Monster Zing, where their feet like do screams, children screams. Scream. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Long story short, they killed Doom Guy's bunny, and so you have to shoot a hole in Mars to get to hell, to get to heaven, to kill God. That's a good time. They literally killed his bunny. Yeah, that's like his origin story, I think, in the original games or something. Damn, you don't... If there's one thing we know about badass motherfuckers is you don't kill their pets. John Wick, yep. Doom Guy, third example I can't think of off the top of my head. <laughs> Liam Neeson. <laughs> there's a lot of them, you know? Yeah. I mean, what other examples do you need other than John Wick and Doom Guy? You could take over the universe with those two. Yeah, exactly, exactly. Give fucking John Wick a fucking space helmet. It's fucking... <laughs> He's unstoppable. That's the thing. Like, I I love how they do the lore. Like, you can, it's all in pieces of paper that you pick up. So you could ignore all of it if you just want to be straight Doom Guy about it. Mm-hmm. Like, every time the con maker is like talking to me, trying to explain something, I would just run past her and keep doing what I was doing. I got demons to kill. I'm the Doom Guy. I don't give a fuck about you. Like, it's, I like how they set that up so you can get as involved as you want to. And the level design every single time is some of the best I've ever seen. It's yeah, the man. best I ever had. Best I ever had. Best I <laughs> ever had. Um, I thought they did a really cool job kind of like emulating what it would look like if Hell took over Earth, right? Um, it kind of reminded me a bit of like, do you guys watch that show Good Omens on Amazon Prime? Yeah. With like the angel and the demon who kind of team up to like stop the apocalypse and stuff. Um, it kind of reminded me a little bit of that and... Um, Let's see. I feel like there's another example I'm trying to think of that I'm not doing a good job of. But uh, I just thought they did a really cool. Like you just got these demonic symbols just plastered on these skyscrapers in fire, and like everything is just going to shit. Um, that intro cutscene. Tell me that intro cutscene yes. doesn't get you amped to kill some fucking it's, demons. It's for sure. Cool. Are you kidding me? I went in on the hardest di- difficulty with my dick, <laughs> and I was gonna rock this shit. <laughs> <laughs> I knew I wasn't because I knew going in that the hardest difficulty was going to just murder me, but I went in with all of the confidence. That's for sure because of that cutscene. <laughs> Before we stop talking about it, I have to talk about fucking marauders. Yeah. Because they did. Do you fuck marauders? Is that what it is? Man. He's a big marauder fucker. When they're not yeah. fucking me, buddy. <laughs> Let me tell you. So the game gives you the BFG, which is capable of literally emptying a battlefield of like 20 uh, like enemies. It gives you this weapon called the Crucible halfway through, which is basically just this bitchin' laser sword that you can use to cut down anything in one shot. And you run into these enemies, 
called Marauders, which are basically like the Doom guy. They like fought in the same army as him, but they decided to fight with Hell, I think, or some shit. Mm-hmm. They have a shield. The only important part about them is their fucking shield and their dog. They have a shield. Oh, they got a hellhound. And like a spirit dog. And these spirit motherfuckers dog. only <laughs> take damage when their eyes turn green. It's like a quick little like Dark Souls like half second fucking frame that you have to actually like stun them to do damage. And any other time you attack them with anything, including the BFG or your fucking crucible, they block it with their shield while often sicking this fucking dog on you, who is shockingly hard to kill, as far as, like, he dodges shit, and just will chomp your ass as you're running around this arena. They're both so fast, like... And don't forget, if he if you get too close to a fight, they'll sawed off you and he'll launch you. That's the other thing! So, like, he, he has his... You can only hit him at these specific intervals. That's the thing. Thank you, Kyle. That's the reason I hate him so fucking much. They have, you can only hit them when their eyes turn green. But he will just whip his shotgun out and blast you 50 times in a row without ever once giving you an opportunity to hit him sometimes. And you can go fuck yourself. Yeah. <laughs> I do hate that about Yeah, you basically gotta dance with him game. to try and get him so you have an open shot. Yeah. If only you could roll, right? So, well, here's the thing. The speedrunner <laughs> did this cute little thing where he would aim the rocket lock on at him which locks on three missiles mm-hmm. and then shoot a grenade over their head and they turn and block the grenade and you hit them with the rockets and then like blast them with the sawed off mm-hmm. shotgun and like kill them basically immediately. And yeah, I did that the so, whole time because they were a nightmare. If you fought them straight up, it was ridiculous. So yeah, they can only take damage if their eyes are green. Is that head on? Otherwise they can take damage from the back whenever. No, they straight will not. They'll block everything unless their eyes turn green. So what if their eyes aren't green when you launch the grenade over their head? They just block it with their shield. They just whip out the and shield. you just got to try again next time? Yeah. Cool. Well, that's the thing. The grenade trick works every time. So that's what I was asking. So then there's a there's a way you can get him to... Oh, game. okay. Yeah. Yeah, yeah I guess. No He's blocking the damage. Well, let me tell you about this other guy. <laughs> Sorry, my bad. <laughs> the second edible may have set in. Um, but yeah, <laughs> he, he turns to block the grenade, and that's why the rockets hit him. So his weak spot is this backside. Yeah, but he never exposes it unless you're doing some shit like that. Unless you do that. Okay. Yeah. That makes sense. Interesting. Well, Evan, do you have anything more to add? No, I think that's um, that's all I've got. Nice. I think I did I did want to ask, what are some of the bosses like? Are they just like massive fucking demons? They're just way oversized and hard to kill? Or like, what are the boss fights like? The first one that I remember is the... Um, he ends up jumping through a door and it's like a it's a regular enemy that you see pretty often after that but it's like I think it's level 2 um, and he looks like a almost like one of those uh, f- the female locusts in Gears of War Ooh. looks a little bit like that what's that oh, called? Berserker. Berserker there you go um, looks a little bit like that it takes like 4 or 5 grenade shots to kill it but other than that, I didn't have much boss experience. I think that's just a super heavy demon. Oh, yeah. Okay. Yeah. Uh, there was like one where you were in the arena and mm-hmm. you dodged those lasers from him and you had like that big ass shield. Um, 
the gladiator. I'm just like I'm just like picturing you guys saw Thor Ragnarok, right? I'm picturing the fucking giant like fire demon with the fucking horned crown. As I mean, when you fought the dude. big angel lady, I mean she was a pain in the ass because she would make like the ground like I think acid or electric, so you'd have to try and get above her, and then I think she sure. also regenerated hell. I can't. It's like I said, it's been a while since I've played this game. Yeah, so. The big shield dude is the gladiator. He's a really sick fight. He's really hard. He's got a like big shield that you actually have to kill the shield because I think it's alive. And then you just fight him straight up, and he's like just this giant motherfucker with an axe or something. Do you remember what he has? Yeah, it was an axe and the shield, and shield would have like a little. You had to like break the shield first, and that's uh, hard. You gotta like dodge the lasers, like you said. It like shoots lasers at you in certain patterns, so you gotta like duck around those. It's like it's an interesting fight, and like obviously it's throwing other shit at you the whole time. I do have to admit the final boss battle I thought was the easiest. Really? really? Yeah, I beat the first try. I didn't even die from him. <laughs> he Kyle's kicked my energy. ass a couple of times. Kyle's got big dick energy. Yeah, dude. I'm he's, so he's, different. It. he's built different. <laughs> yeah, he's built different. Yeah, the... oh, until you play the DLC, Justin, I recommend you play the DLC if you really enjoyed this game. I'm You'll planning like both. on it, definitely. Yeah, they have the very first boss fight. You just fight three of what becomes like a common super heavy demon later called the Doom Hunter. That's pretty fun. Oh, the but Doom then well, Hunter. Everything. The last. Like oh, <laughs> the last. Uh, the last boss fight in the game. You basically fight the dude you're talking about from Thor Ragnarok. Good. Okay, I was gonna say I feel like if they don't have a dude of that scale in there somewhere, then like. This I think you fight game. him until you until you like shred him to bones with all yeah. your bullets. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You have to shoot off all his armor and then all of his body. To shreds, you say. And then all of his body. <laughs> to shreds, you say. Out <laughs> of his wife. To shreds, you say. <laughs> <laughs> Cool, well, uh, let's see. Would you guys buy it? Would you recommend it? Nah, fuck this game. I hated it. Piece of garbage. <laughs> Big fucking trash can on fire. Can't believe that this got made. <laughs> I mean, yeah, in a nutshell, that. It's totally worth it. It's a great yep. single-player game. Already bought sure. it. It's, well, you know, it's a good game. Um, let's see. So on, uh, let's see. Google says it got a nine out of ten on Steam, nine out of ten on IGN. Ninety-five percent of Google users like this game. Uh, let's see if I can find a price for it on Steam real quick. Looks like it's about. Mm, you know, that's not what I'm looking for. You can get the deluxe edition on Steam for eighty-nine ninety-nine. Standard dish edition is. Fifty nine ninety nine still. I mean, it did only come out pretty much a year ago, so it's still at listing price. So yeah, it's at full price. I think I've seen it discounted to like forty five. Yeah, um, like random yeah, deals. Yeah, when it's here on a there. sale or like the spring sale on Steam. So yeah, uh, go check out Doom Eternal, guys. Resounding uh, reviews here from the boys. Uh, I think we're gonna take a quick uh, technical break as we do. Give you a little trap interlude to listen to in the meantime, whoa, and we'll whoa, hit you whoa. back here in a minute with some uh, topics. All right, thanks, guys. We'll be back. Yeet.
Welcome back. We are diving right into part two here with our topics and current events and gaming and such. If I can pull up our topics. Dive on in. Let's dive on in. Dive on in. <laughs> uh, we'll start with uh, Justin's topic. Why do you still game? Coming in hot with a deep one. Yeah, man. I'm it's philosophical. I'm, I'm high all the time. I'm trying to talk on some spiritual shit, gentlemen. We're all old and we have shit to do. Why do you still waste your time with these fantasy worlds i'm fucking baby games these pencil <laughs> scratchers i don't know why you're like, doing that well for me these days like i straight up like can't, i don't watch movies anymore hardly unless like i'm occasionally with friends like video games sure. video games and like youtube and honestly like 50 percent of the youtube shit is video gaming related are like 80 percent of my time spent in front of my tv like i it's the only thing that still captivates me for any amount of time like the I don't know what it is, but I mean, obviously, like using my hands. But so, do you think that? Oh, we're gonna get meta with this. So, do you think that because it was your chosen media when you were a kid, that it's kind of your default now as an adult too? I think Probably. about that, and Cause, I'm curious because we used to like movies. Like we would, we would do the whole get together as a group and go see a movie when it came out and stuff like that. Yeah. Back in the before four time where you sat Thanks in a room a lot, together. COVID. Yeah, with all of these people and shared a room in a movie. It was weird. But like I think that um you know, I was I was never really big into TV unless it was cartoons. Like uh you know, like watching Family Guy or Futurama, The Office sometimes. I like community, which yeah. are not cartoons, but I think it was always like our chosen media was video games, like we spent 90% of our time doing that as a, as a kid. Honestly, sure. like that's a component of it, but like all the time that I used to spend watching TV, I used to watch a lot of TV. Now it's all video game time. Like, I don't know. And you might be right. It might also just be easy to like go back to that default. Cause there's so much stuff to watch nowadays that it's a little hard to pick between things. So it's easy just to play rocket league for the hundred thousandth time. And it, the big thing is almost certainly that it's like a good opportunity to still like talk to you guys. No, exactly. Like, yeah, that's what I was going to say too. They become chat rooms as you get older. Yeah. I feel like where you, it's uh, you, you're playing a game to facilitate like just getting together and talking or whatever, like playing overwatch. I also will whatever, say yeah. that I do. I don't know. At least for me, like you guys have found me playing like persona you know, by myself for like 500 million hours or like Bloodborne. So I do sometimes yeah. branch out a little bit. Yeah, you, yeah you hate us for sure. Oh, yeah. Fuck you guys. I've had <laughs> I've had an entire life with you guys up until this point. 
I'm, I'm getting to be at about the end of that. Like, <laughs> <laughs> but I was just, I was sitting there thinking about it and I was like, you know, I think I just, like Justin said, I always go back to a default setting and that setting is usually like video games. We only watch TV really when we have a group series that we're watching. I feel like, you know, like we're all watching WandaVision or like everybody was yeah. watching Game of Thrones back in the day. Um, do you think that yeah. we watch less of that because we talk less to other people? And mm, you know what I mean? So. Like, cause I, so one of the things I remember when we, when Game of Thrones was going on, you guys were up in Boulder, right? And we would go out to go drink at like half fast or something like that. And all yeah. people could fucking talk about was the newest episode of Game of Thrones, right? right. Like that was all yeah. they were, everybody was talking about it. And I don't really, the only people I talk to about watching TV is like you guys and Felicia and my parents, you know, yeah. now, because we don't do True. a whole lot of social engagement. So I think that there's less pressure to, uh, to, to watch a thing or to stay yeah. ahead of it or whatever. But I love. I mean, I definitely. I mean, yeah. Well, I definitely still watch TV because I enjoy it, but I also still play video games because I enjoy those. (laughs) And I guess I I do still honestly like just playing games these days. Like, I was into Avengers, and now I kind of fallen off of it a little bit. But I do want to get back into that and Cyberpunk. Even though everybody said that was buggy as hell, I still really enjoyed that. And I'm still playing through that. And I still get on and play Call of Duty and stuff. And yeah, it's to play with you guys and like talk with you guys for sure. Well, I'm playing also because I like to play. Reset your counters, ladies and gentlemen. Zero days since Lane's brought up fucking Avengers. <laughs> I have a little calendar here with the flip card. Yeah. You Just do. like how many days <laughs> since, <laughs> since Lane's brought up. Can Avengers. we get one of those made? I'll, I'll do, do it. it. I'll do like a lowered expectations brand flip calendar <laughs> like that. So I want to hear from Evan, the <laughs> oldest man. Why do you there still, you why do you still play games, Evan? I mean, a big part of it's what you just brought up. I mean, it's always been a big part of my life just in general. So uh, yeah. my father, you know, I, so as Dylan mentioned, I'm old, right? I was <laughs> born right at sort of the birth of home gaming, mm-hmm. right? Which is uh, You've got specifically at all. Well, right. So like the Commodore 64, you know, the when home computers first started to become available. Um, And luckily for me, my father was a lover of music and technology. Right. And we're, we're most people where I lived, you know, their dads were taking them hunting or, you know, teaching them how to tune up a carburetor or change the oil or whatever. Like my dad was, uh, you know, pushing us towards learning to code in basic and, you know, being familiar with, uh, DOS and yeah, how to do some, you know, run simple, simple commands and things like that. That's um, cool. and, you know, growing up through the Nintendo era and then the Sega Genesis, I mean, it was just something that was always in my house because since my father loved it, like, 
we always had those things in the home, you know? Um, And, you know, if I'm being honest, this is a bit of an addiction too. Uh, I, I think it depends on like what your social life looks like that really sort of allows you to have the time to sit down and, and game uh, for a long time, right? Um, I feel definitely. like I feel like we're a group of um, kind of extroverts, and so we kind of dodge that a little bit because we do get involved. Like, and we have pretty busy, like, yeah. personal lives. But you're right. I didn't really think about the addiction part of that. Like, for some people, it's just the gratification of playing a game that's sufficient. Dude, there's so many yeah. reward systems built into gaming. And especially now that games are, um, you know, so well done, you, you experience it, right? Even yeah. outside of, like, VR and shit. And like that's really going to work. portion of it. You know. But, um, yeah, I mean, I'm willing, I'll be the first one to admit that I, I have a bit of a problem, right? Uh, I buy software and, uh, probably hardware for that matter that I, I don't need. Uh, so I, I, dude, I have games that are two or three years old, still wrapped up that I <laughs> never unwrapped and played, you know? Yeah. I mean, it's kind of funny, like but it's also... You know, not, don't get me wrong. I'm not like draining my bank account, right? But, right. Um, but it is a hobby that requires some cash buy-in. Like you're talking to sure. someone who's got like a 900 game library on Steam, and like, do am I ever gonna get? <laughs> am, am I ever gonna get to play through that? Dude, like, on no? Steam, it shows a value of what your games are worth. Dillage <laughs> is ridiculous, bro. Fifteen thousand as of yesterday. Oh my god! Yeah, mm-hmm. <laughs> that's yeah. crazy. I that's the value. That's not necessarily yeah, what he's for sure. for. Or, so um, I would, I would pick so shit up. Crazy, yeah, it's, it's nuts. Like to be honest, I didn't pay anywhere near what that value is, oh, or even anything close. But that Steam account's been with me for so long that you know I probably put fifteen hundred, three thousand dollars, like into that you know like that it's to buying on sales and you know doing things like that but i do have a bit of an addiction i like i'm a collector of games like that like i'm just like oh i may play this at some point and i just pick it up and that's the thing is it's justifiable too because yeah i mean at some point Sure, maybe you'll have all the time in the fucking world and you'll play through your steam library and there you go it was worth it i'm building it up for my retirement Right. There you go. So, like, when I'm when I when I hit sixty five <laughs> or seventy, I'll just it'll spend be the rest a children's inheritance. Yeah, it's exactly. Bunch of shitty games. <laughs> <laughs> There's a few good ones in but there, but they'll be obsolete. They'll... <laughs> it's valued at two hundred thousand dollars. That's right. Yeah, shit. It only appreciates. Uh, <laughs> uh, uh, but yeah, man, you know, it's and it's just kind of I don't know. It defines me a little bit. Right, uh, you know that may sound kind of crazy and sad to some people, but it's um, it's not a big part of my life. Yeah, it, 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 it is really. Obviously, I'm doing a podcast about it. Like it it dictates know. a lot of my tastes uh, as a person too, and yeah. things like yeah. that. Like I feel like there's more to. I was sitting there talking about anime with someone the other day, right? And I was kind of got a little metaphysical about it because I was like the 
being involved with that community from such a young age and seeing anime for the first time has permanently dictated my tastes as an adult right naturally right like that's how that works but video games i feel like too have kind of done that for me it's a culture that i'm steeped in um and we Mm. do a fucking podcast about it yeah i feel like we're all here pretty fucking invested in it at this point (laughs) and and i think that it's also a little different because people try and compare it to movies or to tv but you can't compare interactive entertainment with traditional forms of entertainment because it's just completely it's on a different scale it involves a different you know kind of involvement from the person or whatever but yeah i definitely it's a cool question to ponder for sure it's like a shower thought (laughs) for sure well kyle kyle why do you play games Hmm? yeah you know you didn't i play games because one it lets me escape from reality i get to have fun i get to get away from all the negative shit especially some bad days at work you just get to get get out of there you get out of i enjoy it and i've never i I agree with evan i I just love video games i've i don't know they just it's better than watching tv you get to play like story mode and you you actually get to be the character you get to play how you want to play it i've always found that fun you make you make your own adventures I'm the motherfucking Master Chief. I saved this whole galaxy. Exactly. Oh my god, you want to talk about like a times. talk about something like that, like a Fallout game, right? Yeah, that's oh what god, that makes yeah. me think of. Where you just you it get so hard into that universe that you are just so invested, and you literally create your own character. Yeah. <laughs> How yeah. you and you yeah. have a story in your head of what you want that character to be like, and the ability to react to situations differently based on dialogue and having karmetic systems, right? Where you could choose to be bad or good in games. Yeah. That really changed the immersion for me. Absolutely. Cause you're like, I may only have three speech options, but at the same time, like it's still enough variety to make you feel like you're an agent of change. Yeah. That kind of thing. But I'm lucky. I have a significant other too that, supports my hobby right it doesn't make me feel um you know it it doesn't get upset or right about that Mm -hmm. but you also don't want a girl that's (laughs) yeah (laughs) and you also don't want a girl that's too into video games sorry ladies because then you got to compete with and i got about two xboxes like come on we had a boss you know you know she gets to use the night's tv evan oh, yeah man. felicia's downstairs playing destiny on the big ass new tv right now like so we we knew this this couple evan and i she was a one of my old managers at gamestop and um they were so ingrained in like the video game culture and they were so about it that every console release they bought two consoles they had two televisions you know that kind of thing like anytime they buy a game both of them bought it to play through it and that kind of thing and it it was a cool relationship dynamic but fuck i feel bad for them right now they're getting the new consoles yeah yeah, you can't even find two of them yeah you can't even fucking find it was always 
Yeah, it was always something they saved for and planned for. It was a big part of their relationship. Yeah, huge part know, of their lives. That they shared that. Mm-hmm. And it was a really for cool sure. thing that they shared. And I like they I always looked at that kind of because they just shared a hobby, which is right. Cool. Yeah. <clears throat> yeah. Luckily, Chrissy's cool. just enough interested in it to be like, eh. <laughs> you know, oh, this is kind of cool. She'll sit down. She loves watching me play like The Witcher, you know, You're cinematic right. things. And, and she likes to play casually too, which is fun. And I like to do that with her um, sometimes. Yeah, some of the Lego games. Too. I would love to watch Ruby yeah. play. She would. Play. Mm-hmm. I I didn't like Breath of the Wild, but I only liked watching Ruby play Breath of the Wild because I just couldn't play by myself. I got bored of it. I like watching Felicia play Skyrim. Because she does completely well, different shit. Like we, we play <laughs> right. so differently. Like there's a Frustrated? level. No, it's not even bad. It's just, there's just this like there's just uh, this, there's this level of like reckless abandon that she has that I just don't uh, no. in a game like no. that. And I'm they like, don't give a shit about it. No, they're just, they're just, like, <laughs> just playing for fun. Yeah, and I'm like, well, you gotta go over there and you gotta collect every item. And she's like, fuck that. Like, I, ain't, I ain't doing that. Like, I'm like, okay. Spend half of her Skyrim play like hunting elks with arrows and shit. I was like, you're doing this wrong. <laughs> but really, she's having fun. You know? Hell yeah. <laughs> she's doing what she finds to be fun. That's well, awesome. No, I definitely think video games. I'll, I'll always play video games no matter what. I mean, they're right. just a good way to chill you out. Yeah, absolutely. Sometimes. Agreed. Yep. On yeah. Overwatch, we'll <laughs> make me die inside. <laughs> <laughs> cool. Well, uh, Dylan. What about Johnny? Oh. What about Johnny? Big. Big. He's like, yeah, he's scheduling some shit. There you go. He is here. He's here in spirit, everybody. Yeah. <laughs> I'm listening. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Dylan, well, let's talk about your topic now. Let's I'm go ahead and explain it. No. It's, uh, do you think movies based on games hurt the industry as a whole or help with exposure to the public? We were sitting there talking about um, the new Mortal Kombat movie that just came oh, yeah. out. And, um, right. you know, how it's Justin was saying, you know, it's still kind of a B movie, but it's <laughs> definitely, you know, it's a fun to watch kind right. of thing. And,. I sat there and I thought about it and I'm like, bro, they made a Warcraft movie that was terrible. Yeah, they did. Like, I didn't even it's, see it. It was bad. They made an Assassin's Creed movie with Ewan yeah. McGregor. Like, yeah. you know, <laughs> like, so, but one of the things that it made me laugh is that, like, my mom would watch these movies and she has no perspectives on like right. what what they are or why they are or anything like that and she'll talk to me and she's like you know that assassin's creed movie was was really good you know but i think it's because <laughs> she walked in with like zero expectations <laughs> of like what it is or how it worked but i was just wondering how people felt about like having movie tie-ins they're talking about doing an uncharted movie here coming they are up doing an uncharted yep they're filming it it's now happening. and then there was one more movie that's in um, current filming for another oh the last of us they want to do a last of us oh, yeah. um, tv series it's like a mini series um <laughs> so i just wanted to kind of poll poll the group about how they felt about 
movies and if it helps or hurts just overall well it kind of depends i guess i i could excited for it like i'm not gonna lie when the witcher's tv series came out made me want to go back and play the witcher because i fully enjoyed that mm-hmm. series the netflix one well and i think Dude, it they... speaks to like like he was saying like there's been a lot of failed attempts and so i think they're learning now how to actually like, like yeah but even a failed shit. attempt i don't see how that hurts it doesn't hurt for sure right because it's, it's exposure. No exposure to it and they see that and they enjoy the movie and they see a video game called assassin's creed they'll go and play it and they'll probably enjoy the video game more because it's more it's better than the movie i think right? the only thing that i thought about is maybe a negative to it is that it generates like a ton of outrage within the community itself about well, that kind of shit. Yeah, but you'll always get complainers, though. Yeah, yeah, they like, still play the the Assassin's Creed games. Like, they still they, play the games. They didn't keeping like, anybody from doing anything. Yeah. But yeah, I was because I'm trying people, to think of other ones though. Some people talk about that shit like it's a joke. Like Hitman was a movie. They did a Hitman. Yeah, movie. Uh, that was a flop too. That uh, was, was a flop. I, well, Dude, they've all been Doom. pretty bad. It's that yeah. Sonic. Doom you know, was also yeah, was well, and like Detective Pikachu. Detective Pikachu did good. Uh, Tomb Raider was yeah. super successful. Yeah. Both of them. They had you know, it, that Shawshank like? Redemption. That's another one. <laughs> You're funny. <laughs> <laughs> I, I mean, I think that the, they had that Defiance show, didn't Dylan. Didn't they make that Rampage movie with The Rock? <laughs> they did. Yes, you know what's I funny? I see that one. I actually heard it was decent. We need to I talk about that, that fucking Defiance thing really quick, Kyle. <laughs> you can't just like sneak diss that and slip that in. Because that, so that's, it, it, it actually is an interesting example. So like Quantum Break and, um, and, God, what is it, Kyle? I blanked it out of my memory because it's traumatic. Defiance. Defiance. They had, like, TV shows that were coming out in tandem with it. So, like, they would oh, have okay. an episode that came out, and then they would have a right. corresponding event in the game or whatever. Or they would add story uh-huh. content. I thought that that was kind of cool. Both times it's happened, it wasn't too campy. But at the same time, it was, like, a weird, like, integration of two things like that. Right, you got to enjoy the that's, TV show. That's a cool idea. We're never able to play the video game. I kind of liked the Doom movie. Is that bad? The one with like, was it The Rock in that movie? Yep. Yeah. Kinda, There's two of them. I kind of liked that one. The first one. They rebooted it twice. So I think we can all agree there's, and it's subjective, of course, right? But I, I think there are it's definitely more bad movies. Based on video games, then there are good, right? Um, what do you think? We could go over a few of them and and see what the general consensus is, right? Like, uh, specifically Mortal Kombat, though, real quick. I just think specifically for Mortal Kombat, I think that they more made this movie for the people who already played Mortal Kombat. <laughs> yeah, it oh, feels like that. Sure. Like, no question. You know, I'm going into this movie like, yeah, I'm going to see some crazy shit. And like, it probably dialogue's probably not going to be all there. That's fine. You guys ready it's, for this? Well, in so many characters, like, oh, let's introduce 22 characters to you like, right. <laughs> in an hour and a half. I'm just right. going to see some cool shit. Some people fuck other people up and have a good time. You know? so, the fact that anyone was like, Mortal Kombat's going to be amazing. Does it look incredible? I'm sure it does. I saw some trailers and shit looked yeah. sick. But I think people, like, yeah. they're like, oh, it looks amazing, so it must 
be amazing. Like, no, man. And honestly, the other ones are so terrible. They're they're I good. know. And that's the point, right? It's Bro. kind of part of it. Like, so they're here, fucked up. So, go okay, Dylan. Go ahead. I got some. I got a list of movies here. That All right, like, let's just do a little sampling. All right. So, wait, wait, wait. Before we, well, I guess we could do it after what the list. Is it? What is it? What I was gonna it? ask everybody their favorite video game movie. Favorite oh, that's a good to place to, to start. Let's just start well, I, I think Dylan needs to do the list because I'm. I can't really think of it. Okay. Are you blanking? Well, okay. Okay, ready? So I'm going to start from them. like some new shit. So the newest Mortal Kombat, right, is one of the first on the list yeah. here for newest releases. Monster Hunter is right huh? right before that. Uh, another one that looks amazing but is a terrible fucking $40 million dollar box office on that. It's rated 47% Me, on Rotten Tomatoes. Mila Jovovich, I believe. I thought it was pretty good. $40,000 million that made at box office. It's rated at 47% on Rotten Tomatoes. Um, uh, What about like Prince of Persia? Yep, Prince of Persia right Right? here. Um, The Sands of Time. It wasn't a bad movie, man. Honestly, it wasn't that bad. It's got Joan McKenna. But I never played the game. I never played the game. Oh, good, great game. Do you want to take a guess at how much that made in box office? The Prince of Persian movie. Made by Walt Disney Studios Motion Pictures. $28 million. $5. Five, $5. It's $336 million. It was, rated, it was rated at 37% on Rotten Tomatoes. Wow. Damn. Yep. So, like I said, pretty good. So Max Payne Wonder what it made is another it. one. They made a video. Oh, how forgettable. Max Payne. Max Payne. Yep. Yeah, 2008 Canadian American neo noir action thriller movie. <laughs> fucking rated. <laughs> fucking right fucking rated 16% on Rotten Tomatoes. Oh, oh how do you? You have to here's, try. So here's another one that I didn't really think about the first time. So the Resident Evil series of movies. Dude, I, I think oh. it's. A, I think it's solid. Do you know none of them? For what it is, none of them have rated over forty on Rotten Tomatoes. What? what about Google users? I can believe that. Google users, you got What about Silent Hill? Yeah. So they. So I don't have a. I don't have a. Uh, you just have to Google the movie. So, but I have a Metacritic here too, so I'll use that okay. as well. So, thirty-three for the first Resident Evil. Let's see Damn. here. Resident Evil Extinction got a 41 out of 100, so pretty close. Dude, the acting's horrible in all of those movies. I yeah, love, right? what is her name, Mila? Right? But Mila they're Djokovic. so good, and also because she's so hot. Yes, she is. Sorry. Yeah. You see she's nipple. You see some nipple in the last one where she wakes up in the shower. You see some nip. <laughs> so nip. You can see some nip. Um, here we go. So um, Hitman. You want to you want to guess how much that uh, that made in? Uh, yeah, another forgettable one. Made in the box office. Four hundred million. Hundred million is it correct. Made money. Yes. Oh wow. Million. And it was rated fifteen so, percent on Rotten Tomatoes, thirty-five on Metacritic oh. out of a hundred. Oh, so that just means okay, they which robbed one, the people. Most recent one because they did it twice. This is so a twenty fifteen movie. That Hitman is the two thousand and seven. Uh, Hitman Agent Forty Seven, okay. which is the two thousand fifteen film, made. 82 million has an 8 oh. 
percent counted. Eight percent on Rotten Tomatoes. Twenty-eight out of a hundred on Metacritic. You know what's crazy though? Is the the a lot of these games, dude? Like you would think it is just a home fucking run, right? right? How do you ruin it? Okay. So what I will say, I'm looking at this whole list of movies, right? Like Hollywood oh. live action movies. Check the Detective Pikachu real quick. So I, I am here oh, really yeah. quick. So I'm looking at it, and I want to talk about that really quick because we had just talked about how they're getting better, like more recently, right? Um, yeah. And you are correct because it reflects in the Metacritic and the Rotten Tomato scores. Before, um, let's see, before Tomb Raider that was launched in 2018, right? Yeah. There wasn't a Metacritic score over 45 Oof. out of 100. And there wasn't a Rotten Tomato score over 50 out of what did Tomb Raider of, do? So Tomb Raider did a fifty-one percent. It made okay. two hundred and seventy-four million at box office, right? I I really like and that a forty-eight movie. on Metacritic cool. out of hundred. And the 100. new one was pretty good. Yeah, yeah and the new one wasn't but bad either. If you so look Detective at Pikachu, yeah. Detective Pikachu, does anyone take a want to take a guess about about how much it made? I want to go two hundred mil. Yeah. Oh, bro, five hundred million. $433 million at box office. It is Damn. a Warner Brothers joint, and it made a 68% on Rotten Pretty Tomatoes good. and a 53 on Metacritic, which is incredible compared to what it's like up against here. You know, there's um, only one that beats it. Yeah, honestly, it should be number one, but do you? this is going to be this is gonna blow your mind. Do you know which, which one beats the Detective Pokemon for the number one spot? Which one what? is it? I'm Anybody looking, have a guess? I'm looking here. I'm not Silent sure. Hill. Sonic. You know, you would think that Sonic's just right underneath it. Yep. At 63%. It's the, it's the Angry Birds movie 2. Not oh, the first one, the shit. second one. Yes. Whoa. You don't yep. fucking say. Yep. That's incredible. That is amazing. So here, like, the and if you look at the same list that I am, Evan, on Wikipedia, there's like, so Tekken, the movie, let's see, made in 2009, has a 0% on Rotten Tomatoes. Zero. You know, I don't have that one on my list. <laughs> the, you know what, this though? Warcraft. Go ahead, go ahead. We were talking about Warcraft here. Uh, $439 million at box office and made a 28% on Rotten Tomatoes. And a 32% on, on uh, Metacritic. Damn. I'm surprised it made that much. Pokemon, the first yep. movie, the one that we love with all our heart, Kyle, right? Had made a fifteen percent. <laughs> down the list. Made a fifteen percent on Rotten Tomatoes. Way down the list. Metacritic. Damn. So beat by Warcraft. Yep. I would like to say I feel like the Rotten Tomatoes and like the Metacritic scores reflect how we like how we would see these movies because like we know the games. <laughs> But if you look at the Google percentage, World of Warcraft got seventy nine percent Google users liking this movie. I wonder if that's yeah, but some, no one trusts Google. I wonder if that's some padding though. Like I don't <laughs> like honestly you go down in the first review is one star review. It's kinda of So look at look at <laughs> Sonic the Hedgehog really quick on the Google reviews. Let's see how it stacks up against its rotten tomatoes and its its Metacritic score. 
Paramount joint. Paramount joint. Really? <laughs> did you just learn the word joint? I did. Ninety <laughs> percent <laughs> uh, of Google users like Sonic. Wow, sixty-three percent on Rotten Tomatoes, forty-seven percent on or on I'm, Metacritic. Yeah, I enjoyed that Sonic movie a lot. It felt like the old cool Jim Carrey. It was cool. Ace I really Ventura really liked style. We had a coworker really cool. at GameStop that said that. It was only like, oh, what did she say? Think she, think she said that I've only ever seen autistic kids by by Sonic the Hedgehog games. And I was like, I was like, that's fucked. But I mean, I kind of. <laughs> like, I, mean, I mean, I guess I, agree. I never really played like you know, it's like our friend Austin like knows them all like all the stories by heart. I'm like, fuck you. Okay, fuck. so it just confirms, right? <laughs> just, <laughs> just kidding love you also. I, I think the lesson Hollywood needs to take away is they should stay over on the kid friendly side of shit yeah. that's the money maker or, if, Sonic, or if you're gonna do it do it like Mortal Kombat right. where you go fully fully oh, in on it yeah just to add something to that 87% of Google users like the 2021 Mortal Kombat movie Damn. 55% and 44 respectively. No, I, I bet it's really fun. I bet it's a... That's the a, thing. Is I'm thinking I'm going to love it. Fun. And it's subjective. Right? Yeah. Alright, real quick. Let's run through everybody's favorite. Damn. Okay. Pikachu. Favorite video game movie. Johnny, go. Uh, uh, I'm kind of drawn a blank. <laughs> 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 Honestly, probably the new Mortal Kombat, just because it was it was so much better than yeah. the original ones. Nice, Kyle. Uh, the old Tomb Raiders guy had a mad crush on Angelina Jolie. Oh, she's so hot in those movies. Yeah, too. dude, can't argue with that. Yeah. That was mine as well. Peak Angelina, R.L. Grime. So I'm stuck between um, my guilty pleasure, which is the Resident Evil movies. Yeah, and sure. I've watched the whole series. I like all of that, and then I really, really like Detective Pikachu. Like Dude, quite Detective a bit. Detective Pikachu was good. Yeah, it was just I really a. Like that movie it too. was a no nonsense, like fun movie, that oh. that that gave a shit about its source material, and yeah, stuff like that. So, is that yours too? Right, I don't know. I'm split between Tomb Raider and Detective Pikachu, but I think I'm gonna go with Tomb Raider. That was Which one, the OG. newest one or the Angelina? No, the Angelina. Yeah. She's a classic. Like, yeah. Evan. You know, is I think it's got to be Detective Pikachu for me. Nice. Damn. Sure. Yeah, I, you know, and I wasn't even a huge. I'm not even a huge Pokemon fan. I know enough oh, for for me to to get a lot of the references that were in the movie. But what was cool is. Even if you're could care less and knew nothing about Pokemon, you could go have a good time. Look at that, that, yeah, at that movie. You know, for sure. Um, yeah, wow. really enjoyed it. Why I has no one killed that yellow rat yet? I don't understand. <laughs> <laughs> I don't get this. And mine is Spider Man. Oh yeah, uh, I'm on the fence yeah, about that, man. man. So, you, yeah. <laughs> what? <laughs> Does that count? Like I was like, does that even yeah. count? Like, 
is a fucking yeah you just put down four aces that's not how this works (laughs) (laughs) making something interesting it was obviously (laughs) spider-man nah i just wanted to upset everybody that's the reason honestly mine might be silent hill but another good one honestly a good Ooh. <laughs> Boom. Ooh, boom. Well, head. boom. <laughs> With that, Kyle, your topic here. Should online gaming be free? Question mark. Question mark. <laughs> I mean, you're starting to see a lot of games now where they're just going for microtransaction, but a lot of games are also making it free, but you do the microtransaction. So shouldn't it just what are your guys' thoughts on it? Should those games just be free and you deal with microtransactions for DLCs or like skins and stuff? We have a ecosystem already in place like that now. So like the current dichotomy is Xbox and PlayStation have subscription services to access online content, right? Or like even just playing online. PC does yeah. not. So, you know, I can play a Steam game with whoever owns the game in their library and mm-hmm. they do not um, charge me unless the game specifically is like world of warcraft where it charges a monthly subscription right. or something like that um but we, we we currently still have that dichotomy i don't know um how long we're gonna have it um but i also don't know if steam could ever go back on something like that because they've it's always been free forever <laughs> right well, so I, mean... I don't think that they could ask me to pay a fee to play online with my friends and me be like yeah but i guess because i'm so bought into the ecosystem that i might say yes if they ask me to do that kind of thing but um i mean i think like it's kind of you can only really rely on the microtransactions if i mean like microsoft is getting a cut of that though right because they're the ones charging you for your online service Steam gets a cut of all DLC sold in its store as well as games. As yeah, well. but microtransactions yeah. might get around that contract, so that right. I believe they actively do. Right. Actually, no. So I know one example, just in particular, and we'll talk about it and see how you guys feel about it. But like when I play Rainbow Six on my PC, I play it on Steam. Um, and playing Siege whenever I want to buy a character or a pass or whatever. Um, it brings up the Steam window when you're going to purchase coins and stuff like that to get skins. So it goes through Steam. It goes through Steam as an intermediary. So I think, and that's also why Epic is suing Apple right now. Because, oh, shit, I've never heard about that. So, yeah, they're currently suing Apple because they want Fortnite's to make... Fortnite's not on the uh, Apple store. Yeah, the so they... It hasn't been for like a year. So what happened was is Fortnite circumvented Apple's purchasing of DLC through their store, right? So they opened up DLC to be bought within client. And when you when they opened up DLC to be bought within client, Apple was like, bro, you're in breach of contract because like, you have circumvented our purchasing system right and epic was like fuck you i shouldn't have to do that like you know that kind of thing and so epic is suing on the grounds of like uh what is that called like non-competition or like things like that where you you're making it incredibly hard for anyone within your ecosystem to compete on any level um 
so i think like long story short right like there we have both of those existing right now and i don't know if i really i pay to play xbox because i get paid to play with you guys so i care enough about that and i also have a playstation plus subscription because felicia plays with their friends so i don't i also think that adding games pass and um playstation now like where you have a library of games to download has sweetened that deal a little bit well, and, and i mean some of these I mean, a lot more of these games coming out of battle royales and are free well and, and think about it so back in the day like before Warzone, we had Fortnite. yeah uh, but warzone yeah. comes with cost though because you need to buy the full game so you can unlock or get attachments faster I mean, for the guns that you want you don't really need to and especially in Warzone and multiplayer, if you had the game, then yeah, you kind of want to buy the battle. I call that I call that strongly encouraged. But you in don't Warzone, have to, but you're strongly encouraged to do so. In Warzone, but it's think about Warzone though; it's so much more spread out. Just because someone else has a new SMG doesn't mean that you can't take them out in another scenario or something. Like I don't. Know. I see I what like you're saying. With that, the free with, ones, yeah. Like you know. Like, you can get the battle pass, and yes, you will, like, unlock certain weapons, but you will also unlock that weapon along the way. Like, the, any weapon you get from the battle pass, you can unlock just by leveling up without buying anything. The Rainbow Six is the same way. You can buy characters or operators, but there's always a free operator that does some something similar, so you can, like, you know, uh, sure. compete. And then Greg, he when he would play Rainbow Six, he would... He never bought a character, but he had all of them because he would save and save and save all this currency from playing yeah. constantly and just buy the characters when they came out. Um, right. I, I think it detracts a, a little bit before. I wanted to talk a little bit about how before Games Pass was around and PlayStation Now, the, when you bought into an online service on a console, they gave you two free games a month. And they still do that to this day. Right, where you can do a monthly two games. I think that was also a big part of the value proposition. And if Steam was like, hey, we're going to have a subscription service, but we're going to give you two free games a month, like someone like me would sign up for that just for that. Yeah. Like, that was uh, like yeah. Xbox with games for gold, but yeah. you were never really impressed with the games that they gave it still does that. Aww. It still does that to this day, I believe. They still give and two free games. Sometimes they're not bad month. games. Yeah. So Sometimes it's pretty worth it. Like, Usually uh, the game I already own. PlayStation gave away Control Deluxe yeah. Edition for one of their... That's well, dope. So that's like, they do have some... I've seen in some deals on Xbox as well that, that were like single-player games that were a good deal, like Tomb Raider and stuff like that. Um, but I don't know how I feel about... I I feel like everything is a download subscription service anymore. Like you're buying an Xbox so that you have a library of shit that you can play like Netflix or Hulu. Yeah, um, right. And I think that that's kind of permanently changed the dynamic of how that works because it's a, it is a high value yeah. proposition for what you're paying. Like you that get is a, a good point. Because like, if you think about it, because I guess the point to that is like, well, how would the companies make their money, right? Like the gaming companies make their sixty bucks. Microsoft pays them. Oh, they're making a killing, but, dude. Yeah, they're Microsoft making way more them. than that. Well, yeah. no, for sure. And I was just gonna say, like HBO now, they're doing you know straight to the fucking streaming service release. Yep. Same, right? same yep. reason. 
Yep. Same exact thing. It's, it's also the why they bought thing. Bethesda because they wanted Fallout yeah. games and they wanted Elder Scrolls games on look, you know the console. Well, yeah, and here's the thing games. too: it's it's limited, right? They're not there permanently. Those movies aren't there permanently. Those games aren't there permanently. That's sure. the trade-off. It, that movies is the trade-off. Or, or games fair. as a service, right? I'm not saying it it is or it isn't, but that's you know that's what it is. So it's, yeah. it's games as a service. Or movies as a service, and they're they're getting the the uh, whatever the royalties are. Yeah, Microsoft uh, pays Xbox them. or whoever's paying them, yeah, right? Microsoft, yeah. and then people if they enjoy the game and they get the exposure, then you're gonna have people that will go out and are way more likely probably to buy those games now. Yeah, because um, they have a save file with like 20 hours on it. You know, right. they want to finish. I did something weird with the PlayStation where, um, and Justin can attest to this, like I bought DLC for Bloodborne, but I downloaded that game on PlayStation Now. I don't own it, right? Mm -hmm. Like, But I went and bought the DLC to play it as a supplement because I liked that game so much. And I looked at Felicia the other day and I was like, I'm just going to have to buy this game. Like, But I didn't have to in the beginning. Like, I played all the way through that game twice today officially. Right, right. I beat it again tw- the the second time. Just that I did boss run. It was sick. That's, That's pretty impressive. Like, but yeah. like, I was like, I think I'm just gonna have to buy this. But I got two playthroughs of a Dark Souls esque game, like a, a Soulsborne game. What um, game I did want to try before I, I even jealous. before I even decided I was gonna buy it. So I think that there, like Evan was saying, there's some credence to that and some other attractants to having mm. those games on there because if you really liked it, you don't want to let it go after it's gone. So you go and buy the game to like keep it in the library. Yeah. Especially if you catch it on sale yeah. or something like that. Yeah. You know, but they provide um, a service sure. for 20 some odd dollars a month that has like, I think it has like four or 500 games or something like that. And it's, you know, it's a rotating library. It's cool as fuck. Like we do this podcast partially because we have Xbox Live Games Pass, bro. Like that's yeah. what enables us right. to do this. That's a good point. Sure. Like because we, if we all had to stare down a sixty dollar purchase every game we wanted to do, it would this make would us be much a very less apt. Hobby. Yeah, it would be much <laughs> less much, much less apt to participate. Please like and subscribe. Please. Yeah, please, please God. Yeah. Me undies. Send me some underwear. I can't afford clothing anymore. <laughs> But I think it's I think it's yeah, an man. interesting question. Should it be free or should it not be free? Evan, what do you think? Um, so I'm lost on the question because I was disconnected when the topic came up. Do you think, I mean, I, I sort of understand what we're talking about. But... Do you think online gaming should be free or should we have to pay for it? I think it depends on the on the title. You know, if it's an arena or you know something like that um some of the fighting games um i think you can put enough behind a paywall where you could make the game free right and then if you enjoy the game and you should spend some money on it you can open the rest of the game up right or or things like fortnite where you're spending money on cosmetics and things like that um but on the other hand i think more uh like a single player experience uh, you know, I, I think that's more of a purchase, right? right? 
Do you think that the access to playing games online should be like behind a paywall? No, I think it would. Uh, again, I, I think it's situational, right? So if everything was built like that, I probably wouldn't play games as much. Be quite quite honest with you. Yeah. Um, I don't know why, but I don't know, man. It's a hard call because on one hand, it depends on how it was structured, right? If I could play uh, the a good portion of the game and and enjoy it, but if I really wanted the true experience of of the game, then I'd have to buy it. You know, like a almost like a trial. Um, Do you kind of wish you could rent games then? On the store, yeah, but but see, we I think like Game Pass kind of solves that problem. Yeah, yeah right. Yeah. That's that's sort of what that is to me, except I don't have to go physically down somewhere and get a piece of software, um, like you used to have to, right? So, uh, I mean, yeah, I, I guess yes and no. I think if it's structured like Game Pass, I think that's a f- uh, but that's not really free. Do you think you the know? game pass has, has changed how you feel about that? So, like, do you oh, feel only in the sense that it bothers me that you don't own those titles, right? Yeah. I understand why you yeah. don't. That's the collector's um, attitude I was talking about earlier, though. Like with me, where I like buy fucking sure. Steam games because I can't stand the fact that uh, I'm not owning owning them or whatever. You know, um, yeah. So, uh. I don't know, man. It's it's hard to say. You know, for me, it just depends on how how it be structured. I I really I know it's probably it's kind of lame, but I don't really have a too much of a you know invested stance in yeah. either of those. Does everybody right. think that the money that they pay for Xbox Games Pass is worth it? Yeah, Absolutely. I wish some people wish one of Johnny's my friend would get it, but mm-hmm. apparently it doesn't make sense to him. Was it fifteen bucks? It's there's there's three different there's three bucks? different fees like three different think, monthly ones for it. I I think it depends on how often you play games, right? So Do you find it for you, Evan? That it's a good value for you? Oh, perfect. Yeah, because I'm super yeah. ADD when it comes to games, dude. I've got a real problem. Like I said, I'll buy shit and I just don't ever play it, and it's right. because I get bored. I, I bounce around. It's horrible. It's really hard for me to settle down and like be dedicated to a title yeah i think i think it was a welcomed addition the streaming model to online gaming i think it definitely has because they're combining those services now like you're not going to be able to get xbox live gold like separately anymore like you it is now a version of well pass like yeah i don't think you're going to need gold anymore to play online is the is the thing so they'll end up just doing, you know, doubling down on that effort and providing people with a library of games and two free games a month. And I think for a twenty dollar proposition, that's not bad. Live at the same time, yeah, yeah, yeah. I do have to make yeah. Game Passes save me money because I never fully bought Gears Five, so I'm glad I got that with <laughs> Game Pass. I played far <laughs> more titles because of it, and I've had the wow. opportunity to bounce off of stuff. Like if I was like, oh. I you know, if I bought that, and I, was, I, I would be upset that yeah, I bought right. that, right? Yep. But yeah. if if it's on Games Pass, I just delete it and download something yeah, different. Yeah, right. Yep, I, I've never, I've never had any interest to buy like Batman: Arkham Asylum 
or whatever, but Kyle says it's like an awesome game. Even whatever, speak so. about it. Exactly. You don't deserve <laughs> to play that game. So, yeah. So, like, Kyle's always talking good shit. The whole series like, is cool, that... yeah. So, I'll download it off Game Pass and I'll give it a shot. Mm-hmm. I remember going to get that thing with Kyle at the Walmart. We drove all the way to Walmart and we bought. He bought the special edition Batman. Was it Arkham Asylum? Right, Kyle? Was that yeah. the game? And I was came, so excited for that battering. It came with the battering, and that shit was like permanently attached to his stand. And Kyle was so disappointed. <laughs> My heart was broken. It was I watched just made out of wood. I watched this little boy just like lose all hope that day. Like he, he was just like, and he put it up. He was a champion. He displayed it. Like he put, he put like it. It's going he, up. He put it up. He bought it. He he put it. I up. still have that. Yeah. Hell yeah, I remember that thing. <laughs> My uh, that game will always give me memories though with you and you, me and Nick when we first played it when we went to your house and you're like, damn, he's dick. It made his penis huge in that. <laughs> like his cup was like, you know, it wasn't a cup; it was a gallon. Like it, it you know, like. And we took oh, all. A, we took, oh man, that's a good one. We took all of our friends home with us eventually, and had them look at this penis because we were just like we made we made a joke about the battle wang, right? <laughs> like he was just knocking people unconscious with it coming up from behind him and just whap whap. Like fucking... the villains were terrified, just not because they were he was going to punch him. They were just like, "Holy crap, that's a!" Weapon. You don't want to <laughs> get hit by that, dear lord. You're not coming back from a hit like that. <laughs> it's like Batman's final option. It's like a baton. He just like <laughs> fucks people up with it. No matter what, he's always got a deadly weapon on. Yeah, right. <laughs> I'm always <It's>... prepared. <laughs> Battlewing, uh... deploy. <laughs> it wasn't a cup. It was a gallon. Fucking. Yeah, <laughs> just make that the description for the episode, and let's <laughs> call it. We can name the episode. Yeah, there you go. So I was sitting there thinking about it, and like other podcasts, like name their episodes. Yeah. Well, there you go. It wasn't a cup. Should we, it was a gallon. Should we name our episodes now? Should we, yeah. we, it makes it more intriguing. Are you we'll kidding me? It wasn't a cup, it was a gallon. That just makes it yeah. more intriguing. Whoever says the most interesting quote at the end of the podcast yeah, I agree. Be what it'll be called. Yeah. All right. Because then they see that stuff, they're like, what does that mean? Now I gotta listen. Oh, we gotta do Forgive Me, Devin, for I Have Sinned. I'm gonna make a t shirt with that. <laughs> Like, <laughs> with some like pray, vaporwave praying hands. You got yes. no fuck that. Put Devin on a cross on it. Oh, <laughs> that'll get him excommunicated from the church, bro. You can't. You can't be doing that to that boy. <laughs> They'll fucking exile that family. They'll unbaptize that baby. No, you can't do that. <laughs> hey, man, Jesus was the only guy who got fucking crucified. Yep. It happened pretty often. Yeah. <laughs> you did not want to get caught slipping in ancient Rome, Chief. Nah, I'm alright. <laughs> nah, I'm alright. I'm good on that. <laughs> I don't know how we got on yeah. to, to Jesus, but we <laughs> Well, uh, do we have a game that we're playing next month? I don't think we even talked about a game. Maybe no, I don't think anybody has candidates Maybe yet. it's a surprise. Has there been anything that people have been wanting to play? What remains of Edith Finch? 
That Batman Arkham great Asylum. game. Yes. Yeah, Batman also Ar- a great game. <laughs> Kyle, Pick yeah. One. I'm done again. I'm gonna. Yeah. <laughs> uh, my, so my vote is gonna be for uh, Naughty oh Boy. Yes, yes, yes. I back Evan on that. So Ooh, I've been playing. Naughty? It's called Narita Boy. It's on um, Xbox Game Pass right now. It's a pixel art side-scrolling combat game a little bit like dead cells but it's very tron themed um you know you enter you you start as a man who has like invented this computer and now he's like down and out um and he gets sucked into his own computer to play this his son game. does or his son does yeah you're right jumanji he gets, he gets sucked into this this computer to play. it's the code of the of the game yep and it's and it's really fucking cool. I think that the the story is awesome. I, I would champion that. The too. art's amazing too. Yeah, and the aesthetic, like uh, when you sit down to do like a button prompt, like when he's praying, um, when you t- it asks you to tap X on the controller, but it comes up like the old arcade style X, like a street fighter. Very nineties things. Yeah, it's it's really cool. Interesting. Um, Narita yeah, boy. Yeah, great. Are we voting now, or are we gonna delay? We can. We I can say vote, vote later, so we can at least look at games. I agree. Uh, I agree. Well, yeah. yeah. Here's a couple of previews of maybe some things that we might pick. And then I, <laughs> I, we can also we can also screen share and watch some game trailers too. If that's what you guys want to do. But why the hell would I want to do that? I'll watch my own trailers. Leave me alone. Yeah. Garbage man. <laughs> I try and be your friend, and this is what I get. <laughs> 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 uh, your mother couldn't All pay right. me enough anymore to be your friend <laughs> <laughs> alright everybody on that beautiful wonderful note of friendship between oh, friendship. we kiss each other on the mouth it's alright yeah alright well thank you everybody for joining us tonight uh, catch us next month and uh, please like and subscribe spread the word hit the uh, email in the uh, description if you have any comments or topics that you might want us uh, to do on the show. And uh, with that, we will catch you next time. Thank you so much. Peace, Peace out. Leave in the comments you want Dylan and Justin to kiss. That's right. We'll do it. <laughs> Two upvotes and I'll kiss him right on the mouth. <laughs> you look at the upvotes, it's Justin and Dylan. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> it's like that. Have you guys seen that fucking thing on Facebook? Like... <laughs> if this gets one like, I'll get shit faced. <laughs> he likes it himself. All right, then. all right. Let's go. <laughs> Don't even tell me. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, good podcast. His cup was a gallon. His cup was a cup. A gallon. <laughs> <laughs> Did you just fucking make that up? That's really funny. On the fly, yeah. I did actively think about it. I was like, damn, what's bigger than a cup? I was like, oh shit, a gallon. Yeah, got it. Oh god, that was funny.